and welcome everyone to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart and you're listening to our show, What To Be, where we interview inspiring people and highlight their careers. What To Be is a program provided by Your Future Is Our Business, a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students explore careers through programs such as college and career expos, panels, and other work-based learning activities. Please note that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future Is Our Business. The information provided during this program does not reflect its career in its entirety. And today I have the pleasure to speak to Ken Doctor, who's the founder, CEO of Lookout Santa Cruz and Lookout Local. Hi, Ken. Hello. Hey there. Thank you very much for taking the time to help me out and do this interview. Sure. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, really appreciate it. And Ken, you've done a lot in your career. Do you mind briefly explaining your career journey for us? Well, it uh, started here in Santa Cruz at UCSC. Um, I got here in the early years, not quite the pioneer class, but soon after uh, when UCSC was brand new. And uh, I went to first Stevenson College my first year at UCSC in 1967. And then in 68, I transferred to Merrill College um, graduated into a, a interesting world where uh, I, uh, my wife and I, we got married on campus, met her at Santa Cruz, Kathy, Kathy Francis doctor. And we, um, we went, went about our, our work after graduation and did war on poverty work until Richard Nixon ended the war on poverty. And then I kind of fell into, by, quite by accident, a career in journalism which has been, uh, which is now continuing uh, for uh, more than 45 years. Uh, the career journey basically was uh, finding journalism by accident, University of Oregon Graduate School. Uh, when we were, we moved to Oregon after we spent a year in doing that war on poverty work in, in New Hampshire. Um, great training at University of Oregon. And back then, uh, this is in the 70s, I founded an alternative weekly in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, moved on from that after seven and a half years to a monthly magazine and then to a company that was very well known at the time and is uh, much forgotten by now, Knight Ritter Inc. Knight Ritter Newspapers uh, was the second largest newspaper company in the country for 20 years or so. And um, I had uh, the privilege of working in Boulder when, uh, and Boulder is a very Santa Cruz-like town. Uh, Eugene is in a lot of ways too. You can see the kind of lineage there in my career. So I spent a couple of years in Boulder and then I uh, went to St. Paul, Minnesota and uh, was managing editor of a newspaper there that uh, was a major, uh, major competitor in that market to the Star Tribune in Minneapolis. And um, after spending uh, about a decade there, came back to California in 97 to work on the digital side of the business. Uh, Knight Ritter at that point was starting its digital operation called Knight Ritter New Media. I got to be uh, vice president of news, vice president of strategy, and got to be a participant and an observer of early digital stuff, early digital news stuff, and uh, did that for about seven, eight years, and then went out on my own and have been doing for 15 years uh, t uh, since then, uh, work uh, but in, a, in a field that I, I coined newsonomics. 
So Newsonomics is a book I wrote in 2010. I've written a column for the Neiman Journalism Lab at Harvard uh, with the same name, basically describing uh, the greatly changing business of news, uh, not just in the US, but worldwide, and with great concern about what we're losing as citizens and readers. So I, I've done that for 15 years or so, and then big, big, uh, big circle uh, around it, I think, um, I started working on an idea for a strong local news site that could replace flagging daily newspapers like the Sentinel in Santa Cruz. And the flagging papers are a problem all over the country. We call them news deserts, where uh, citizens have very little information about what's going on. And so my model I worked on and worked on with uh, associates and friends for a couple of years, did fundraising. And in fall of last year, just for Thanksgiving, right into the teeth of COVID, we launched Lookout Santa Cruz. And so we are, we are more than six months old. It's been a highly successful launch and we are looking forward to uh, the, the real renormalization of society at this point. Well, that's great, Ken. Yeah, you've done a lot. And do you mind if I ask, when you were going to UCSC, did they offer a journalism program then? None, and that is one of my, I was talking to a friend about it over, over the weekend, that it, it, it is one of my continuing hopes for, for UCSC is that there will be um, a real and growing journalism program. There's a uh, great science communications program, and we in fact got an intern from that program, uh, working with Erica Hayden there, the director, and we think that'll be an ongoing relationship. And of course, with student media uh, on campus, uh, City on the Hill Press, KZSC, there are there are a lot of points of contact there, but there has not been um, a journalism program since uh, a minor in journalism was um, eliminated in the Great Recession about 2009. And okay. so there's yeah. one there and there's not one at this point. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, the science communication program sounds pretty wonderful. I had the, yeah. the privilege to interview um, Director Emeritus Rob Erion and a couple yeah. of the other grads. So that's definitely a, a world-class writing program that not a lot of people know about. That's right here. Yeah, it's one of the top three in the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. And Let's see, so you started Lookout just six months ago and it seems like a pretty awesome news service and you guys are up you know, with breaking news all the time and I think a lot of people are grateful for that service. And is there, is there Lookouts in other, other cities across the country? Not yet. I mean, the, it, the model of this is to uh, build something that is built to last, that's sustainable, that really is, is mission-oriented, which we are in Santa Cruz and would be in other places. But this is the first one. So we are proving out the model here in Santa Cruz. And um, while everything is ahead of track, um, it is too early for us to commit to expansion. But we're getting, we're, we're, it's interesting, we get calls from a number of people, both in the U.S. and in Western Europe, because the same news desert problem exists in, in, in other Western countries as well. But I think it'll be later in the year before we first start considering um, where, where we might expand to. Okay. And I definitely recognized at least one name of one of your writers, uh, Wallace Bain. I enjoy reading his, uh, what he writes for you guys. 
It's great. He's been, um, he has been an incredible contributor, of course. And he is, he is a lot of ways the journalistic soul of Santa Cruz. And he wrote for the Sentinel for a long time, good times for a couple of years. And he really has a sense of this place um, and its uniqueness and how it's changing. And so he has been a, a great contributor, um, a voice, uh, a columnist, essentially. But, but more than arts and entertainment, which he has covered for a long time, um, also really culture. And he did, did a number of interesting pieces over our, our first few months, especially as we all lived in the depth of COVID and all the fears and all the weird issues like anti-maskers uh, descending on Trader Joe's. On, on Front Street. So um, he has been really, really valuable. And an interesting thing I think a lot of people don't know about Wallace is that um, he loves to work with younger people. So our staff is mainly younger and he is uh, beyond his, his writing and, and reporting contributions, he is a mentor to them. And so that's, that's has been and will be a really valuable uh, part of Lookout going forward. Yeah, that's awesome. And Ken, do you mind telling us what your like what's your day or week look like being the CEO of Lookout? It is varied. <laughs> so I mean, we we're we're still building. So um, some days, like in the last month, we had some issues. We charge for content. We're very very much on a on a New York Times model where um, it is reader revenue based. That means a membership system. So. In recent weeks, I've had to work on, on that with, with our people as our technology change, uh, technology platform uh, provider um, upgraded, quote unquote, its service. And that, and that causes all kinds of things to work through. So could be working that kind of thing through, working certainly on uh, strategy in terms of um, both editorial strategy, now that we're coming out of COVID, what, what does normal coverage look like? We've never done quote unquote normal coverage because we were born right into COVID. So we spent a lot of time on editorial strategy, editorial coverage, uh, working with the editors and staff, working uh, a lot in the community. So we are mission oriented and our mission is pretty simple and a kind of unusual one for a news company, which is our aim is to make Santa Cruz County a better place to live. And the way we do that is high quality news and community betterment. So that means I spend a fair amount of my time working with people in the community. Now, thankfully, I can do more of that in person. We've had offices at Abbott Square and I can meet with people in the square and actually starting to go to some other offices very carefully at this point. But we spoke, we speak to uh, rotaries. We spoke to most of the rotaries in the, in the county. Uh, chambers of Commerce. We put on a number of forums about big issues like COVID and affordability. So we, uh, we spend a lot of time talking to people in groups, especially civic groups that are pushing forward now and coming out themselves. And then we try to tie together the work of Lookout, both in the coverage, uh, the business of Lookout, and the events that we're doing. Um, so like last week, for instance, I, I spent some time with Matthew Swinnerton from Event Santa Cruz, who is now our head of events at Lookout Santa Cruz. And Matthew is well known in the community, great, great guy, and who has, who has the same mission orientation. And so we are now planning out a tripling of events 
most of them in person um, as we get into normal time. So it's a lot of planning and strategizing and then talking to people both within Lookout and in the community. Well, that's great. And I think it's, it's really exciting that, you know, events are starting to happen. I, you know, me personally, I, I can't wait to go to, you know, see some good music live, you know, in person. It's happening. It's happening. It's going to be partial this summer and then uh, this fall will be a lot more. Yeah, that's really cool. And so I was going to ask, what kind of environments do you work in? Are you working from home mostly? Or you said that you, that Lookout has an office downtown at, in Abbott yeah. Square? We've had an office uh, from the beginning, from September, uh, September sometime, or maybe it was early October. Uh, we moved into space, which is the old Santa Cruz Chamber of Commerce space um, at the at the Ma, uh, off of Abbott Square. And it turned out to be ideal space. It's been kind of small for a team as big of, uh, as ours, which is now 14 full-time people. And we are the, the largest news company in Santa Cruz County. Uh, but it's been a wonderful space because by how it's set up, it's had these separate offices with doors that closed and four of them had windows that opened. So if you remember what we all lived through, um, people could work in these offices they could close the door and work without a mask. They would open the windows, get ventilation. And then whenever we had more than, uh, more than uh, one, one person in a room, we would wear masks from the, the worst of it, which is what, the beginning of December to sometime end of January, we were essentially closed down and everybody worked completely remotely, which is a magic, I think, of, of media and especially digital media that we could do that. And then as things, as COVID started ebbing again, uh, we moved to more of a hybrid schedule with editors and business people more in the office. And at this point, um, as we get into summer, um, we have been more and more in the office. And it's important to us as a news organization that is, is based on collaboration and conversation that, that we do have a good office. Uh, we'll be moving into a larger office, probably downtown. And that uh, the time is spent talking to people in the community, reporting business relationships, civic relationships, and then collaboratively inside. So. Uh, for us, um, hybrid hybrid work is not much of a solution. Of course, you know we, we all work from home a little here and there, but mainly it is a collaborative enterprise. Okay, yeah. I just speaking for myself. I, you know, a lot of us have been going to school online and working from home, and can be kind of distracting. So, yeah. right? Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how this new hybrid society. Kind of rolls out in, in different places and, and there are a lot of questions about it, but we're pretty clear about what we need to do. Okay, that's great. And I think you guys, at least for now, you're in a good spot down by Abbott Square. I just, I really like what they've, what they've done down there with all the different, you know, the different food options and music they do, I think on Friday and Saturday and things like that. It's really cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. And for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the What To Be Show at KSQD Santa Cruz, 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart, and I'm speaking to Ken Doctor, who's the founder and CEO of Lookout Santa Cruz and Lookout Local. Ken, do you mind telling us some of your favorite projects that you've worked on in your career or are currently working on? Well, I, I would say that, you know, if we, if we look at what, what we're doing right now, um, we are we, we are a full service news site. So 
that ranges from what we call in the field accountability journalism, uh, looking deeply at issues in the community and uncovering real problems. And a good example of that is our continuing coverage of the San Lorenzo Valley School District sexual misconduct charges. So we were able to break stories on, on that, I think about six weeks ago at this point, and we have continued to talk with uh, the young women who created an Instagram account that uh, surfaced uh, these charges. And we are really pushing on getting to the public and the parents and those kids in the district the information they need to know about how widespread these kinds of charges are, these activities are, how real they are. They're under investigation by the sheriff's office and the school district. But the role of the press here is really an important one. The role of the press is to surface information that's helpful to the wider public in understanding how well, in this case, uh, administration like the school district is handling charges that apparently have been swirling for a couple of decades, at least on and off. So that, that's the serious work and the accountability work that is so important to local media. We see national investigative reporting from places like the New York Times and, and ProPublica and others. Uh, as the local press has diminished, there's been a lot less local accountability reporting or investigative reporting. And so we think that is really important. And you'll see more of that from us um, over the next year. And it's really a, a prime reason to, um, to be um, doing journalism in Santa Cruz County at this point. At the same time, we look at widely life itself, and life is not all problems. And especially in Santa Cruz, I describe people to people outside of Santa Cruz when they ask about what it's like, I describe it as paradise with problems. And so the problems aspect is something that journalists should and, and do focus on, but the paradise part is pretty nice. And especially as we come out of COVID, for instance, we're planning out much wider food coverage. And so food being such an important part of our economy, our lives here, a kind of cornucopia of what we have available from CSAs and farmers markets and restaurants and grocery stores, um, to understand it's the dynamics of that, the people behind that. So it is cool for us, and it's one thing I love about journalism and especially what you can do in local journalism is you can do both. You can do that, that hard edge problem solving, problem writing about, and you can write about the people who are uniquely make up any community. Thank you. And, and what kind of person do you think would enjoy this line of work? Uh, people who are very curious. I think curiosity is the number one thing that journalists need. Um, it also is true, I think, compared to a lot of other kinds of work, uh, people who have a uh, low capacity for uh, boredom. Uh, it is always changing work. And so it's not literature. It's not writing books. It's not long-term studies and projects. It is being a quick study. So being quick, um, being curious about a lot of different things, how things work, the how and why of things. And then uh, that's, I think, a personality type and people who love to go on from one story to another and uh, really connect those dots. Those, that's the, the, the best kind of characteristics in a, in a journalist. And then, of course, today, 
um, the, 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 the business is a digital business. Uh, we're completely digital, no print. 70% of our usage is on the phone, 30% on the desktop. There's a range of digital skills from using social well to help people find your stories um, to shooting video, uh, obviously doing podcasts as we're doing here. And, um, and then just visually what we can do on the site. Uh, there's a range of digital school, uh, tools and skills that are now being called for and they are being taught somewhat in the schools and we'll be doing some more teaching uh, within our own staff as well. What do you attribute the decline in today, the, the amount of journalists that we have in the country? Well, it's really uh, two things. If you track the height of the newspaper business, and newspaper business used to be intensely profitable, talking about 25, 30% annual profit margins, which were the envy of people in every other industry. They were fat and ha happy with a lot of advertising, uh, largely monopolies in their own cities after World War II. And so they made a lot of money. As first TV came in, this is how long this slide is, TV started taking some of that money. But really the major contributor to it has been um, digital disruption. So if you go back to Google started in 98, Yahoo I think in 95, other companies and Facebook, uh, you know, around the same time period. Um, the, these companies um, became massive advertising companies. So we know they're big tech, we know they have huge influence, but if you look at their business models, it is 90% plus advertising. And that money, probably more than uh, $25 billion a year uh, you can see as essentially a transfer from the daily newspaper industry to Google and Facebook. So it is that digital disruption, somewhat in reading, not, not that they produce any news, they distribute news, but they disrupted the way news got distributed. But most importantly, they've taken $20 billion out of the industry. In some ways, it's amazing that they're still daily newspapers, but they are still profitable, even though you will hear them complain. And, um, and, but they're much smaller. The amount of revenue that they are able to get from advertisers is far less in that, in that $20 billion range for the, all the dailies. And there's been a major move uh, among the most successful, but that's almost only at the national level, to charge for um, access to news and to do it successfully. So the New York Times, which I've been able to cover um, very strongly over, over no, uh, numerous years now, started charging for content not till 2011, but today it has 8 million subscribers. And that compares to a height of one and a half million at, at the height of print when it was making huge profits. Its profits are lower but its subscription numbers are going through the roof. And so if, if you look at this massive change, advertising has just been hollowed out largely by Google and Facebook. What is ascendant is digital circulation, digital subscription. Lookout is based both on digital membership, a kind of subscription, and on, on a certain kind of advertising. But for many of the daily newspapers, 
um, they have both lost a lot of advertising and really have not created enough of a, of, of a good digital presence with a very strong newsroom because they keep on laying off people. So you see the spiraling down of the daily press and that continues today. Thank you, Ken. And Ken, what kind of advice or resources can you give to students who are interested in pursuing a career in journalism? I think it starts with those basic skills, reporting and writing, which are, which are, are, are time tested. That's still the core of journalism. Can you, can, you, uh, can you harness your own curiosity and your own skills to find out stuff that people don't know and want to know? Part of that's intuition, part of that's testing it out. And then, uh, and then secondly, those skills, those kind of digital skills that I mentioned in social and video and audio um, uh, and, and, and visuals creation that really help in storytelling. So the core is, is the same there. And um, we, we're already working with uh, interns from both Cabrillo and UCSC. Um, get experience. It is, it is frustrating, I know, to have to do serial internships, but sometimes that is a really good way to get into a business. And um, I think it's definitely gonna work with Lookout as we are doing internships and some of those may turn into at least part-time jobs uh, fairly soon. That's great. And what about advice for someone who is unsure about their career path? Test it out. A uh, good thing about journalism is you can test it out. Anybody can, you know, find as a freelancer, independent contractor. We, luckily, we live in a country where anybody can call somebody up, knock on their door and ask them questions. Uh, not true in much of the world, but we can do that. Uh, when you have a, whether it's a a, a student uh, medium behind you or, or a, some other news uh, enterprise that helps because it's not just you, but test it out and find, I think, especially in journalism, I think the key is um, not just being good at the basics of getting information, being able to interview, being able to write clearly, accurately, and with some style, but also developing some expertise. There are a lot of people who can write. There aren't that many jobs. If you can develop an expertise in whatever, whatever field you are interested in and whatever field you think other people are interested in that really needs reporting, then you can find a niche and you can work that niche. I think that's really important. Well, that's great advice. Ken, is there any last things you'd like to leave us with? Well, I would, I would just say that, you know, in, in Santa Cruz, we have a really interesting uh, media environment at this point. Uh, we're very proud of what we've done, um, uh, what, what, what K-Squid continues to do, uh, KCSC. We, we have our morning newsletter that uh, goes out five days a week and now reaches more than 10,000 people a day. In that newsletter, we also point to the good work of other news media and including our, our direct competitors like the, like the Santa Cruz Sentinel. Uh, and good times and Pajaronian. So I'd say, you know, for news consumers, really sample what's out there and, and, and see, see what you like. And for, for, for young journalists or, 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 or journalists-to-be, really compare what's out there in terms of what people are trying to do and how well you think they're doing it. And I think that, that's a good start on any kind of journalistic career. 
Yeah, that sounds great. Well, Ken, I just want to thank you again so much for taking the time to help us uh, with the interview today. You're quite welcome. Well, thank you very much. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's career story with me, Patrick Hart, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Ken Doctor, who's the founder and CEO of Lookout Santa Cruz and Lookout Local. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, please send us an email at whattoberadio at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM, KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays and streaming online at ksqd.org. Or you can find us on major podcast streaming platforms like Spotify. And please visit our website at yfiob.org for more information about your future as our business. Thank you very much and see you next time.